Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Surge podcast. It is Mike alongside Joe. We are here after an IRL two-week kind of, I wouldn't call it a break, but me being on vacation. We haven't recorded in a couple weeks. Well, it's the first time ever that we haven't gone back-to-back weeks without live recording. So it's it's pretty nice to be back with everything. We played a lot of pre-releases over the weekend, so we're just going to jump in and talk about that. Joe, how are your pre-releases, dude? As a whole, not great uh, in terms of playing. Frostlass was actually a lot better than I thought it would be in pre-release. Um, so I kind of underestimated that card, and by the time I wanted to play it, I didn't get it to my last one, so I, can, I didn't get there when I wanted to. But it it went okay. My three rounds for the first couple didn't go so well, but my last one went fine. It went two and one. So it went okay. But the polls I got were really good. See, Hyper Aerodactyl, GX, uh, do, 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 Hyper Alolan. No, Hyper Alolan, Eggs, and Rowlet. I got a Mew Mewtwo, but I instantly flipped that card for like 25 bucks or something. As you should. Yeah, I, I was trying to sell high. I'm, I'm sure it went up a little bit right now, but I'm okay with, with the price I got. I got another pre-release out of the deal, basically. Full hour, Raichu, Alolan Raichu, eh, a couple other things I can't remember offhand. But it, pre-releases polls were actually generally pretty good. Just nothing I could use in the pre-release. The pre-release polls were really good overall. I mean, I out of all the ones that we sat through, there was at least one Mewtwo tag team pulled at every pre-release. I think I'm pretty I'm pretty sure at least one hyper Mew pulled at each pre-release that I saw. Almost almost all of them, yeah. It was it was phenomenal. And and poll wise, I did I got my Alolan Executor alternative art, which was sweet. Got a couple small GXs, Jirachi, Aerodactyl. Nothing too wild. I got a Dragonite 2. Uh, my my pre-releases went went fine. They were fun overall. I did pretty well. I I have a now new love for the baby Necrozma card because I opened that in every kit that I opened. So I really spent a lot of time with the new Necrozma, with the promo. So I have my playset and I'm ready to go. I had a lot of fun at this pre-release. I think a big reason that it was fun, though, is because everyone was getting really great pulls. Yeah, just... I only one one of our friends didn't do so great in polls. Like, was it seven green codes or something? But other than that, like everybody at least pulled something. Of like, someone GX. even pulled a full art GX from a green code. Oh yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. It was a guaranteed yeah. Garchomp, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was a Naga Nadel. It was a oh, full art Naga. Oh, I got one of those too. I forgot about that. Yeah, from a from a green code. That wasn't me though. Mm-mm, it was not you. But it was it was really cool to see that. I, I really enjoyed it. I usually don't play more than two pre-releases just because after a while, financially, I'm like, eh. Because I, I guess you could open up the Hyper Mewtwo, but you have to be the one person to do that. So, and most of the time you looked over and it was like an eight-year-old being like, look what I pulled. And you're like, no. Uh, remember, that, remember that one time, it was a couple months ago, we were playing that kid who was like, eight years old and it was trying to like he wanted to use your i was a, at the time was Venusaur celebi deck yep and i took one of his decks to make it even he's like ah oh, no i want to play one of his decks and then he tried to take it 
And then he bought one pack and he opened a Jirachi. And I cried. I the, cried. Yeah, because that was right when Team Up got a, got released. Oof. Yeah. Big time oof. But yeah, overall, I mean, I was very, very, very happy with the pre-releases as a whole. I could not complain with them. It, it made me very excited for the set. I know you and me kind of walked out with two sort of different views on how we're feeling about Unified Minds. First, though, we have a lot of cards that we have to catch up on. In terms of news from the Dream League set, we talked about most of the main stuff, but now we have about seven or eight cards that have been revealed since we have recorded last time, which again was about a week and a half ago. Yeah, Seven or eight cards to really mention. They, they did release the whole entire Dream League set, but not every card is worth mentioning. Right, so these are the cards that I think are worth mentioning, with the, with exception of maybe one or two, but we'll do it anyway. The first card on the list, just so we can kind of jump in, hit the ground running. Weavile was the first card that was revealed towards the time that we recorded the last podcast. Weavile is a water-type card. I know it's a nice type, but it's a water-type. 90 HP, it evolves from Sneasel. It uses dark energy for its attack. This set has introduced a few of those cards, kind of like the Quagsire from Unbroken, I believe. And that was Stun, a Stunfist did it too. Stunfisk in this set. And he did he have previous sets too where he would do fighting. Yeah, so the Stunfisk and the Weavile, well, Weavile in the next set. One dark energy, nasty plot, search your deck for up to two cards, put them into your hand. And then two dark, one colorless slash claw, 110 damage. So Nothing too wild, but it gives dark decks an option for the fire type matchup. I know 110 isn't a great number, so it probably won't see too much play. I'm not totally bummed out by the Weavile, though. It's a de- it's an okay card, and, and maybe it's not much past that. Yeah, there's other options for a water attacker, especially if you play fire and you're playing Bocephalon specifically. Um, I know one Tapu Fini was one of the promos for the pre-release, so that if you're gonna see a lot of stuff on that, we better tech in. But Weavile oh, is, is a better possibility trying to hit bigger numbers, especially more broad, if you're playing your dark box. Right. So it's a cool card, but other than that, I guess we can't say much past that. The next card that was revealed on the list was a Zatu. The Natu was revealed as well. It's not. Very important. Not to 80 HP. It is a stage one for one psychic. It has ominous wind, just confuses your active Pokemon. And then for one psychic and colorless, it does life drain. Flip a coin. If heads put damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon until its remaining HP is 10. This is a weird card, man. That's like a weird power spike on such a random card. There there have been similar cards. I know, was it Eradicate Break had a similar attack? Yes, yep. Except mm-hmm. you didn't flip. Um, so I want to come back to 10. And I know I remember seeing uh, Donnie from Dark Angle Gramings do a break deck with that. And then use Hypnotoxic Laser to put someone down to 10 so they would die in between turns. Oh, dude, that was definitely played. You'd, you would even you'd play it with uh, 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 Ariados. As well. Yeah. Because it would poison and then they just die. 
Now, there's not really a whole lot in today's game to do that. But it's a it's like the super meme. This is a super meme card. Yeah, if it, if if Flipini was still in format, this would be kind of fun to play. I just I predicted this in pre-releases. We will have a what is it called? Cosmic something. What's this set called? Cosmic. I can't remember. Cosmic Eclipse. That's what it's called. Cosmic uh, Cosmic Eclipse pre-releases. Zatu will be uh op probably. i have this is a this is a shot in the dark this is my dark horse mvp for my pre-release in october and it will be zatu you can only hope that they have a kogus trap in that in that set evolution pack with kogus trap easy peasy the next card on the list is a trainer card this trainer card is called very simply will Will states, after playing this card, you may, or the first time you flip a coin for the effect of a trainer card, an ability, or an attack during this turn, you may choose to make the result heads or tails. Will, Zatu, the synergy, busted. So, you're saying, Lieutenant Surge, if you're behind, you Kogus Trap, you Will, and you Zatu. Or, you can... I guess you'd still have to poison it somehow, but you could surge blues tactics, will surge. I mean, dude, will will and Zatu have formed the perfect meme family. Or you, you just put it in the slumber party deck. I I guess. Yeah, so I guess. It, and sleeps. You'd run a one ditto and one Zatu with Will. With a one of will. Will is a... Uh, it's the first card I've ever seen where you can just choose the result, though. Because most yeah. cards that let you reflip, and that's it. This one just lets you be like, I got tails? No, I didn't. It says tails, and you go, no. And then it's heads. Beautiful. I wonder if this will be played in... Was it Ch- was it Chansey deck or Blizzy deck? And people were playing before rotation i can only hope so there's not much else to say about the card though i mean it it flips a coin you can call what it does it's a neat card and it kind of doesn't go any further from there the next two cards we will mention in tandem with each other we have a pikachu and a raichu the reason i wanted to mention both of these is because they both have nuzzle as an attack which the pachirisu is still in rotation Along with Raichu GX, correct? Are they both uh, in rotation? Raichu, no, Raichu, 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 Raichu GX is, is done. He goes away, but you have your Emolgas, you have yeah. your Pachirisu, and you now have Pikachu and this new Raichu. Yes, and, and where you lose in kind of the two prize trade, because GXs that aren't tag teams are kind of funky now. It's kind of weird. You usually either run a deck that takes one prizers, or you run a deck that takes three prizers. The two prizers aren't really represented well, except for like Blacephalon. Raichu has Nuzzle as the first attack. We know what Nuzzle does. It's the same thing it's always done. Flip a coin of heads, paralyze your opponent's active Pokemon. For one lightning, powerful spark, 20 damage, times the amount of lightning energy attached to your Pokemon. So it's literally 
just Raichu GX in baby form. Yeah, the only thing we need to clear up once the card comes out, if it's just your active or all your Pokemon in play. That's the it would be it would be all your Pokemon. It would be all your Pokemon. Then busted. Because that's what it says. It says this attack does 20 damage times the amount of lightning energy attached to your Pokemon. It was the same text uh, on Raichu GX. Okay. Except it was 20 plus, I think. I'll take 20 times for a one prizer. So one prizer, yeah, and it's got nuzzle. I mean even better. Like worst case scenario, you just nuzzle again, nuzzle generator, everything. Can you wait? Can you? Yeah, you can nuzzle generator the Raichu. Yeah, that's perfect. Exactly. I, I think that this is a really, really cool inclusion for this set. Raichu is a deck that at least locally has some popularity just just in the nature of what it does. It's not like popular in terms of winning or like, oh my god, everyone's playing Raichu, but it's a deck that everyone I think genuinely likes and likes playing against and also likes to play. So it's really cool to see that that deck sort of got a revive as rotation hit because people were worried you lost the main attacker of the deck. Now what? Well, in November, hopefully this Raichu is going to be there for us. I can't imagine it wouldn't be. I think it's sweet. It's got a two retreat cost, which is a little weird. But, but for the numbers, it could hit, though. Oh, yeah. And light, lightning isn't the... Lightning isn't the best typing to be hitting right now, but it always kind of has a place. And just like you said, it's a one prizer. So where that deck would fall in post rotation being a two prize deck, this makes it a one prizer. It's much better. Yeah. The only thing we need to wait for is basically non GX search cards. The only thing goes pokey. Come on, communication. Uh, like Brandon, you still have Emolga's to grab your nozzles out, but you still need to set up your board somehow. Well, Emolga, yeah, I mean, you it would pretty much do it for you. you know, yeah, you have to I find the so. beginning, I guess. Yeah, it, it would be turn one would be your hardest one to set up. Just to, it's either you don't, you, you do, or you don't. Yeah, and I want to say there's another Pikachu in format that has nuzzle. That's a 60 uh, HP. The promo, I think. So you would be able to to Elms for the first set. So you should be fine. I really like this. These two might be uh, at least my... F- this is the coolest thing out of these revealed. Maybe the first or second coolest thing out of the cards we're going to talk about today. Yeah, I so really, really it, like it, this Raichu. So I looked it up right now. The Pikachu is promo 162. It came in a three-pack blister pack, I believe. You're there or a single-pack blister pack. I can't remember which one offhand. But it's a really nice Pikachu card with a Mimikyu on it. Um, it has nozzle. It is 60 HP with one retreat cost. Yeah, so that that's going to be the Pikachu that would be played. The next card is the card that I'm probably most excited right next to Raichu. As I said, there was kind of a one and two, and Raichu, I think, is a close second. There was a Gallade that was revealed. I like this Gallade for so many reasons, even if it won't be played a lot right now. It is a Psychic type, 60 HP. We know it is a Stage 2. It evolves from Curlia, as does Gardevoir. Its ability, double type. As long as this Pokemon is in play, it is both a Fighting and Psychic type. This is similar to the ability that the Magnezone in this set has, or it might be in Unified Minds, that states it is both a Lightning and a Metal type. Psychic and Fighting is worlds better. In every format, at every level. 
it's weak to psychic, not a huge deal. It's attack though. Two colorless energy is kind of a bummer. It's power cyclone, two colorless, 120 damage. Move an energy from this Pokemon to one of your benched Pokemon. The bright side though, you do have access to triple colorless because it is an evolution. An interesting thought would be I don't know how much room there's space in Giratina Garchomp, but it's got the same energy stuff going on. Yeah, it's kind of tough though because you have to fit a stage two in there. Yeah. But the attack in itself, 120 moving energy from this Pokemon to one of your benched. It's a decent attack. It's a good card. It is a very good card. Maybe not right now in this format. It's not like a, oh my God, build Gallade. But once we get more comfortable and maybe they introduce more ways or reprints or something to get stage twos going a little more, Gallade will be a playable card. Psychic and Fighting is notoriously probably the two best types to hit offensively in the history of the card game. At least recently. I mean, even if you think back, like a lot of cards were either weak to psychic or weak to ground, quote unquote, or fighting, quote unquote. I, I think this will be a phenomenal card as it kind of lives on. I think this will this card will get better with age because it's an easy attack and it's a really good ability. The last card that we are going to talk about is a supporter. This is a supporter that we had revealed last time we recorded, but there was no translation for the card. So we did not have that. We'll we'll talk about one more card from the set. I got to bring it up at some point, but we'll go over the supporter first. You just have like another, like a random one? Uh, It's not random, but I think it's important. Okay. We will talk about that one. Rosa, it is a supporter. You can play this card only if one of your Pokemon was knocked out during your opponent's last turn. Search your deck for a Pokemon, a trainer, and a basic energy. Reveal them and put them into your hand. What you think? Situational, but nice. Because um, you always look for that. You're always looking for another energy, always for something. When something gets knocked out, you're looking for the extra Pokemon to boost your consistency. And adding a trainer to it, and you're for have a hand of nothing. Bring a Cynthia in, a Lily, whatever you need to do. Or if you need that extra, I don't know, if you're having a tag team GX deck, you've a tag switch, you can move your energies around. It, it looks good. And correct me if I'm wrong, it's from deck. So couldn't you just only search out a trainer because it's private information? Absolutely. So you can search the- nothing if you wanted to. Right. I mean, this is basically teammates. In a way, I mean, teammates was just two cards, but yeah, you can't repeat another Pokemon or a trainer or another basic. But yeah, you can pick one of each instead of having combination of any two. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a really really good card. I'm I'm super excited for it, and like we were talking about with teammates, we're used to cards that have this kind of effect, and those cards have always had a purpose. Even Lance Prism Star will have playability if the Dragonite deck comes around. And Diantha also has that ability. If a fairy Pokemon's knocked out, grab two Pokemon, grab two cards from your discard, put them in your hand. These cards always have playability somewhere. And Rosa just being a general supporter with that comeback mechanic, I think is awesome. You could even you could you could even Rosa for 
No, you couldn't really Rosa for Surge because you already played Rosa first. But yeah, but a, a lot of times though, like when it came to teammates or things like that, or uh, Diantha, it's usually a one to two of index more consistently. Yeah, and Rosa will probably be a two of as well, though it won't be anything too crazy. Not a consistent two of in most decks, but it will, it will see play. Yes. What's the card that you want to talk about before we move on? Uh, another smooth over. Oh yeah, I I forgot about this. It is so, the seismitoad, that, right? Yeah. So there is another smooth over card coming into format. Uh, seismitoad stage two fighting. Uh, of course, people, most people know what smooth over is, but if not, once per turn. Before you attack, you may search your uh, deck for cards, shuffle your deck, put that card on top of your deck. So very exactly what Macargo does, exactly the same name of Smooth Over. Um, so if you're playing a fighting deck and you need to pull something, uh, Seismitoad might be your guy. But the attack, one fighting, three colorless energy, Tremor Fist, 80 plus damage, this attack does 30 more damage for each of your bench Pokemon with any damage counters on them. Not bad. So it's not bad. It's not great. But um, having the smooth over ability is really nice. Yeah. It. I mean, it's a stage two. two so that's kind of a bummer. But again, for the ability, I, I guess you'd still probably play Macargo over it right now. Oh yeah, you, you wouldn't go out of your way to play size my toad because that's smooth over. But if you're playing a fighting deck, maybe it's an option. It's at least an option. I'll give it that. I don't know if it's a great option, but it's at least an option. Yes. It is well, worth mentioning though, because we mentioned Silvalli having Octillery's ability yeah. last time, so And it, it is possible to pull up that tech for pretty hefty too, because the pal uh palpitoad. Uh, stage one has earthquake, which is 60 damage to the adaptive, but it does 10 damage to each of your bench Pokemon. So that's another way to get that out there. And again, TCE is pretty easy to get on. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a really cool card to talk about. Those are kind of the recent reveals that we didn't have time to talk about last week. Either a, they were not released yet or B, we just didn't get to them. Most of these weren't released yet. The next part that we want to talk about in terms of news really applies to new players. If you are a new player or a newer player and you're struggling to get these cards that are, I guess we would say, staples in the format, this is a perfect opportunity to do so. Recently, the theme decks in the Pokemon trading card game have started to get a little bit better and a little more playable. It kind of started when there was the Empoleon theme deck, there was the Garchomp theme deck, a lot of decks that you could take out of the box, tweak with a little bit, and at least be competitive. For Unified Minds, the theme decks focus on Dragonite and Necrozma. Both of those cards are decent, but that's not why we're talking about the theme decks. The reason we are talking about the theme decks is that you will get two Cynthia's and two Lilies in both theme decks. So regardless of which one you choose, you will get four cards that go into essentially every single deck in this format right now, aside from Fire-type decks. In the Dragonite list, you also get two Pokemon communications, which are really, really useful. And in the Necrozma list, you get two Mysterious Treasures, 
which is debatably the best search card in the game. Can I say that? Um, yes and no. It is a good search card in the game, but I don't know if it's the best search card in the game. Because, I mean, it's not... Cherish Ball isn't better because it's limited to GXs. Well, Mysterious is limited to two typing. But it's limited to two types. It might be. That'd be an interesting talk for one day. I think it might be. It would be up for battle with Cherish Ball. Well, but there, it, there, there's plenty of different types of search cards, but yeah, yeah, it, it's car. It's a card that you're gonna need going forward, more than likely. You also get two Malamars in the Necrozma list. You're looking at two Lilies, two Th- Cynthia's, two Mysterious Treasures, two U-turn boards, a Switch, Tate and Liza, Malamar Inkays. This is a really, really good theme deck. The only downer to that theme deck that I've seen, and this is the big difference between the pre-release kits and this, is a court. Oh, if if people don't remember, uh, Necrozma to do linear, no, a special laser. Sorry, special laser. So it's a hundred, and if you have a special energy attached to it, you do an extra sixty, so you do a total of one sixty. Two psychic, one colorless. So in this theme deck, they give you weakness guard energy. I believe it's called. Yes. So yep. that you have no weakness to it. Where in the kit, they gave you Recycle Energy. Recycle Energy is so much better with Necrozma. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess Weakness Guard has its situations, but more than likely, Recycle Energy is always going to be better because of the fact that it just goes back to your hand. Yeah, especially with two Malamars, you get two Malamars back on. Uh, to Necrozma, attach that Recycle Energy back, and you're hitting 160 again. Yeah, you're, you're guaranteed that third energy. Luckily, though, like you said, it's in a pre-release kit. So I doubt recycles are going to be that hard to get your hand on. So I guess that's nice. In the Dragonite, you don't get the best support alongside, just like Necrozma had. You do get the Pidgeotto that I believe lets you have some draw mechanics to it. Yeah, I uh, think it's draw two. Put one on the bottom of your deck. It's something like that. But it also gets an energy recycle system. So that's a good card to have too. It just, for someone that's new to the game... These are perfect. And like we'll talk more about this in our main topic a little bit later, but deck testing, um, the Necrozma is definitely a lot better because I know we mentioned some numbers the other day where um, consistency-wise, uh, Necrozma Malamar, or Necrozma, uh, Giratina Malamar is the more consistent decks around and doing pretty good. So it's a good jump start. I know I'm testing it with Nick with Necrozma, so it's a nice secondary attacker if you can't get your hands on Giratinas because I think they're up in price. Yeah, they they are a little bit more. I would totally recommend the Necrozma deck here over both. If you really like Dragonite, that is a great choice as well. Necrozma is the best one. I'm just super happy with the theme decks. I'm glad that they're putting together products that people can play at a league on Saturdays or a league on whatever night that they play. And if you're learning the game, this will totally get you by over just trying to slap something together. Yeah, and one more a similar topic too about Pokemon coming out with playable things like this. Uh, one of our friends mentioned it at leagues several times that with the new rotation happening when it when it is happening. So the past I don't know how many years it's been doing it, but um, each 
top two, I think, of junior, seniors, and masters from Worlds. Usually gets a deck reprinted, not playable in leagues or anything like that, or cups. Um, but they're playable meta decks that are pretty important to learn how to play the game in the meta style. And so that will be a nice little look to the point of like, this is where rotation is. This is where you start rotation. You can tr- even buy those fifteen and twenty dollar decks to learn what meta is, and that'll these theme decks can help you get some of those pieces possibly depending on what tops. I I think it's I think it's a wonderful thing. It, it was definitely worth mentioning. Before we move into our main topic, I guess we can call it. It's really giving some more ideas on some decks as we approach worlds because we have about three weeks. About two weeks when the podcast actually drops. We have a little bit of a lightning round topic. And I am switching it up on Joe without him knowing. Okay. Because we talked about this yesterday. And this idea is so much better than what we were about to do. What, the Blaine's Quiz Show? Yeah, there's this card. It's called Blaine's Quiz Show. (laughs) And if you don't know... What Blaine's Quiz Show does, well, let me help you out. Blaine's Quiz Show is a card in Unified Minds, and it states, put a Pokemon from your hand face down in front of you and tell your opponent the name of an attack on that Pokemon. Your opponent guesses the name of that Pokemon. You reveal the card. If your opponent guessed right, they draw four cards. If your opponent guessed wrong, you draw four cards. Return the Pokemon to your hand. This troll of a card has given us the idea of quizzing each other. And Joe will quiz me next week Uh-oh. on one card. So, Joe, I am going to use the Unified Mind set. Okay. I'm not looking at anything else. I have to memory. I promise I am picking a card that... You have at least seen before because with me throwing this at you like a wrench out of the corner of the room I cannot give you something random like Tirtuga so I will give you something that is is doable deal Deal. I'm going to give you something that's doable okay so I'm going to give you this card Uh I'd say it's probably mm, it's probably a 5 out of 10 easy Five out of ten. Uh oh. It could be easy. You could get it right away. You might not. We give no other hints other than the attack. And we have the honor system. We will not look at cards. This Pokemon's attack is called Thrilling Times GX. Thrilling Times GX. So I definitely know it's not Alolan. Exeggar Rowlet. No, it is not Tropical Hour or whatever. I know that. that. I know for sure it's not Giratina Garchomp. Do we want to give you multiple guesses? I'm trying to like do process elimination right now. I was... I will give you two. I'm going to give you two guesses on this, but it is GXs. I should give you one. I'm going to give you one. Yeah. So it's it's pretty narrowed down. What's the name again? Thrilling Times GX. I'm just writing the name down so I can look at it for a minute and figure this out. Um, Thrilling Times GX. Okay, it's not going to be Heatran. It's not going to be... 
And there are about 12 yeah. options in the set. Yeah, it's there's no Mew Mew 2. Um, it's definitely not Weavile GX. It's definitely not Gear, uh, definitely not uh, Sableye Tyranitar. Like, I have a gut instinct, I know what it is. I'm trying I to told you, it's, it's it's definitely doable. Yes, because I almost picked like something completely random. Yeah, I was gonna um, pick a Sawaddle, but I didn't do that. No. <laughs> I have like two options in my head and I'm trying to narrow it down. I know what one GX does, but I'm not sure what the other GX does in terms of GX attack. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my narrow down two of them. Okay. My narrow down is Jirachi GX and Mawala GX. Okay. Um I know Jirachi's GX is very similar to Dawn Wings Necrozma, which is a pretty powerful attack. And it shuts down your opponent a little bit. Maul while I don't know what Maul while GX does, and I completely forgot because I don't think it's good. I mean, so I don't I, blame you for not knowing what Maul while GX's attack is. Uh, you're probably just giggling in the corner because probably neither of those. <laughs> I can't see right now. Is there a GX that I'm missing? I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm going to just roll the dice and go with Jirachi GX with my gut instinct. Jirachi's GX attack is called. Not Thrilling Times GX. <laughs> Star Shield GX. Okay. Thrilling Times GX. What if I gave you the second attack? I bet you would be able to get it. The, okay. s- the first attack on the card is called Ditch and Splash. Oh! This is Psyduck Slowpoke. <laughs> yes, Slowpoke and Psyduck Tag Team GXs. How did I forget GX about that? Oh, I feel so thrilling, stupid. Thrilling Times GX. Flip a coin. If has this, is 100 more damage. If you have at least 6 energy attached, flip 10 coins. Joe. How did I forget that? The quiz show. Draw 4. Draw, I draw 4. You don't draw four. Uh, I really thought you would have gotten that one. I I completely forgot about that. And even though someone played it on Monday, too. Ugh. Well, you know, next week you'll be able to humiliate me. Probably not, because you're going to study now. I, I will not study. That's the beauty of this game. The only way I will get the card is if... I do have really good memory, though, if we like make a joke about a card. Yeah. Like, if you were to have said Fletchling's attack, I'd probably know it now. Yeah. Because we talked about that so much on Monday for absolutely no reason. But we are going to take a break here. We we are going to take a break here. Yes, Dratini can jump on with all the legs it has. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. When we come back, we're just going to spend some time talking about a few more decks that you might be interested in, especially, again, if you're looking along the lines of avoiding those big, bad Tag Team GX cards. We will see you all in just a moment. Alrighty, welcome back. We are going to spend some time with three decks specifically. Kind of jump into the overview of how they work. These are going to be decks that we have looked at extensively, have played against, but have not played ourselves. So this is a very much a outer perspective on these deck lists. But it will give you more of an idea if maybe you wanted to play these, but you didn't know where to start or you thought you wanted to play it and you put it on the back burner and you forgot about it 
because there's a couple cards that we're going to talk about that definitely were reminders to me that they even existed. The first deck that we are going to talk about is one that one of our local teammates, I'll say, is playtesting. And I played against once, played against a couple times um, through a different format earlier on, a couple months ago or a month ago or so, Aegislash. Aegislash is a card that came out in Unified Minds. Aegislash has a really, really cool ability that states when this Pokemon is knocked out, basically you just pick up all of the cards, including the ones that it evolved from, I want to say, and put it back into your hand. You don't take the tools and the energy. That stuff does not stay. And actually, I'm looking at it now. It's just Aegislash. So when Aegislash gets knocked out, it goes back to your hand. Everything else goes away. It's one attack. It's called Trash slash it is 10 times the amount of item cards in your discard so it's the opposite of garbador from guardians rising with trash Alanche. it cannot do more than 130 damage from your item cards so it's a very simple attack it is a stage two psychic type the cool part about it it kind of it it, it plays with jirachi basically take the Jirachi you have in Giratina Malamar and just keep those four Jirachis, take everything else out and just replace it all with the Age Slash line. The rest of the deck is pretty much the same. Probably a couple Dust Stones. Well, yeah, that, and that was what I was to say. That's the biggest change, though, is that you're going to be playing Dusk Stone, which is why this deck is really cool. Basically, you only have to evolve once. So you have your Hone Edges or your Mute or your Ditto Prism, I should say. You evolve into the Blade, and then you can use Dusk Stone. Duskstone allows the blade to go instantly into Aegislash from the deck, and you kind of get it moving that way. It moved faster than I thought it would, to be completely honest, and having Jirachi definitely helps. Pretty much, you play either Psychic. Uh, my opponent was actually playing Lightning Energy with a Tapu Koko Prism because it is a colorless attack. I have seen it played with Recycle Energy because when Aegislash gets knocked out, both the Aegislash and the Recycle Energy goes back to hand. There's a lot of cool ways you can play this, and it's going to be cheap. So if you cannot afford Giratina Malamar, if you cannot afford... Um, even if you don't have Jirajis, you can still pretty much play this deck. The main archetype is just Aegislash. And you could bring this to a local and do just fine. I mean, I know you haven't looked at the deck a lot, Joe, but I, I, what do you I, think? I'm... It's a pretty simple list. I've seen it played online uh, on YouTube. Um, it, it's it's a pretty simple list. There's a lot of I can potentially do that 130 pretty quickly, um, but it takes a few turns to ramp up to that point. You have your mysterious treasure. You have dust stones. You put in rare candies in there. Um, the only part would be getting your basic form back down. If you don't want to wear your Jirachis, you can always go the cheap route and go order pads um order pads or you can go with um what's it called uh, uh, a venture tool bag to grab your tools what i kind of like about this you can potentially do is your blade you can always do uh the tool drop version mm-hmm. it'll be kind of nice especially if you got a lot of tools are coming out um you can't that search it with treasure though no but you have dust stone Duskstone doesn't go into Blade. It only goes to Aegislash. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah, it, it only goes only goes from the blade to age of slash. I was wrong. Never mind. That Don't play that blade. Don't. <laughs> well, I mean, but on your idea though of not playing Jirachis, the adventure bag, you can just play a lot of Poke Gears and play Pokemon Fan Club, or you could use the sixty or fifty HP Honedge and use Elms. You can get your board set up in other ways. Yeah, there is a pretty good Honedge too. But I believe when you knock it out, it does two, three damage, four damage, three damage, three damage to any Pokemon, I believe. Yes, I don't believe you, you like... can spread it, but you can place it. All right, so it's another little spread there to help with numbers. And that is from yeah. Forbidden Light, so that is definitely still in format. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's a really cool deck. It's it's very even though it's a trash slash. It's a very eco-friendly deck. Yeah, and as most Jirachi decks go, if you have the Jirachis, you play them. If you don't, you'll be okay. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it doesn't have its optimal playability, but you don't have to have it to play. The, or even if you have one, if you have two, you know what I mean? You don't have to have a playset of four to make Age of Slash work. So if you're looking for a fun kind of rogue deck to play, I think Aegislash is a really, really cool one to look at. It'd probably be on the same tier as what we call Slumber Party now, which is our, the sleep deck with Fungus, Amoongus, Spreloom, and Shroomish. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. The next deck Joe is going to talk about, this is a deck that we were looking at again right before we got on the show. We had been hearing, and I had been looking at this Zygarde deck list that people are just like murmuring about. It's not the next deck to win worlds or anything, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's interesting how it works. The two le- the, the two deck lists that I found online, one was guy who was speaking Spanish. So I'm not really sure where he's from, but one less was playing it with welders and then fighting energy. I don't know if that's the right way to do it with rainbow brush. With with rainbow brush, so you can let, let me say with rainbow brush to replace your fire energies. So I'm gonna just pass over that list because it just gives me looking at that. It just makes me feel really bad looking at it because I just get like I don't know. I just can't watch it anymore. I'm it plays two Cynthia, it. two fan clubs, two Hapus, two um, Bonnies, Bonnies, four rainbow brushes, of course. That's that's yeah. not a list we're going to talk about, though. No, I am going to go past that one. The other one I did find was through Orbomb. Um, that's the only list I could really find. So it's running four baby Zygars, the dog form one, where it does boost your Zygarde attacks by 20, yep. and they do stack. So it's running yep. four yep. baby Zygards, two Zygarde GX, two Jirachis, one Marshadow Machamp GX, uh, of course, you need another Deancey to boost more damage. One Mew Mew 2GX, and then one uh, the Dene. So the Dene is a good option to get those energies in the discard to do Jira- to do Zygarde's attack, which is two colorless, 50 damage. One colorless. One, one. It's one. No, it's well, I, I, sorry, I was thinking about the baby one. I apologize. No, no, no. no the, uh, the GX is two colorless, 50 damage. Attach up to two fighting... Up to, attach two fighting energy from your discard pile. To Zygarde GX. So, of course, if you only had one, then you just do one. So it's it's okay. Um, supporter line that I'm looking at uh, gives me a little bit of anxiety. I was talking about earlier because 
it just doesn't seem very big. It's got four Cynthia, two fan clubs, two bounties, and one Lieutenant Surge. Uh, That's kind seems, of uncomfortable. Seems pretty thin to me. It makes me feel really bad. But um, I guess the item count really makes up for it, though, because it plays four acro bikes, four custom catchers, four cherish balls, four pokey gears, uh, two skateboards, two switches, two karate belts, and one reset stamp. So I guess that's where you would get all your consistency back by being able to draw or at least look for draw power. Yeah, because even custom catcher can draw you cards if need be. Yeah, and so we were testing this past week um, a bunch of different Malmore builds, like Mike did Malmore Giratina. I did Malmore Giratina with the Krosma. He's not running custom catchers, and I'm running a four of. There's been one time I did the pair, and there's time where I was kind of almost in a dead draw, and I custom catchered into a supporter. So it is it is a savior at points. Feels bad if you whiff it, but it's an increased odd. So custom catcher is not a completely dead card. If no, not at all. Especially if you're if you're lowering your hand size quick enough. I'm actually thinking Which, of putting that back in the deck. Yeah, it's. It, I was trying to convince him to put four back in, and then you got your fighting energies in there. So it, it it's an interesting deck. I don't know if I completely like it, but it can hit pretty hard numbers, especially with uh, Zygarde's attack, second attack, which is, I think is one fifty. Fair off hand, I believe that's what it is. But it's 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 doable. It's nice. It hits hard. The hard part, I think, would be trying to set up your Zygarde GXs. It would be kind of difficult, and hopefully you get the Cherish Ball and the Pokegear gets you the Cynthia, but this list can really be messed with. You can just put four Lilies in. You can put, you know what I mean? Like, you can definitely make the list more structured. Yeah, I would try to find some spot for Pokemon Communication to grab more of your doggies, but... Yeah, You'd that, be able that's, to mess with it. Yeah, that, there is a Zygarde list if you're interested in Zygarde. Zygarde had tons of potential, but losing Brooklyn Hill, in my opinion, is a, is a big oofsies um the thing we did forget to mention with that Zygarde list it does play four dojos i don't need to know if you need four dojos you can do a two two split with viridian forest um might be I, a little more optimal i would prefer the two two split yeah just just because you want another way to get fighting in because just like you said we lose cards like ultra ball we don't really have a way to get fighting energy in the discard other than Dedene. Yeah, losing DCE for Zygarde's is pretty big, but so is everybody else. So it, it makes it a little slow, so you have to go turn one. But things are doable. I would need to play it to see how consistent it actually is. But I, it, it's doable, not meta, not tier one, maybe tier two to three. Yeah, and, and the goal of it at the end of the day is for us to give you deck ideas that you might be interested in. And this is the deck that is super interesting at the least. Yeah, and no matter what advice we give in terms of what decks are good and what decks are bad, it's always going to be the deck that you love to play. Um, it's always the advice I give to people. It's like, oh, should I play this? Should I play this? I'm like, what do you enjoy playing? I like trying this deck. I'm like, then you play that deck. Um, there's a recent card game that me and my kid both have been looking to play into a little bit. We're playing uh Cardfight Vanguard, and I was watching an interview with one of the players who played second place in a huge regional, 
And he's like, people always ask him, why are you playing the specific deck? And he's like, well, I just like the deck a lot. It's it's a cool mechanic. I just enjoy playing the deck. So when you enjoy playing something you like, you'll be 10 times, not 10 times, but I would say a few times better um, placing higher because you're playing a deck you like rather than playing a deck that should win. Yeah, totally. If you love the deck, play it. It's exactly what you should do in the Zygarde list. Brian, if you are listening, I expect you to win every local with it. So I look forward well, to judging. that. Yeah, but he can just step down to judge. We can have someone else judge. He can whoop our butts with Zydoge. Well, he's got Red someone like Eevee. True. Very, very true. Which I'm going to try to pull that list for everybody, too, if I can, out of him. One day. That's, a, that's like the secret spice that no one knows about. The last deck that we are going to talk about today is a deck that I saw from Danny Altavia's YouTube channel. I was kind of just kind of putzing around looking for new ideas. And I saw this and I really liked the idea of this. This is an updated Blacephalon GX list. And the reason I bring this up is one, Blacephalon is a deck that if you have interest in playing it, you probably already have the card because it's been around long enough. Blacephalon is a super strong card in this format. Super strong. Because of Ultra Space, because of Cherish Ball, because of B-String, it does not lose a lot compared to everything else. This deck is super intriguing. I'm going to lay it out for you. Just in the Pokemon alone, I think you might be a little thrown off. So you have your three Blacephalon GXs, you have your four Poiples, one Ditto Prism Star, and four Baby Naganadels. So that part is pretty normal. You then have... One Naganadel GX Psychic type, the one with Stinger GX, that you would obviously use to kind of quicken the prize trade against a tag team deck. And then you have three of the new Dragon type Naganadels, which have the ability where you discard an Ultra Beast and draw three, along with an attack that for four energy, you can snipe something for 170. It plays one Dedene, one Mewtwo tag team, and then one Magcargo GX. So you have Blacephalon, and then you have Magcargo. So just kind of like Joe's response, I'm going to pull up Magcargo real quick and read you what the card does to see if you can figure out why it synergizes well. I pull it up just so I can make sure I have the correct text. So Magcargo GX has the ability crushing, Crushing Charge. Once during your turn, you may discard the top card of your deck. If it's a basic energy, attach it to one of your Pokemon. So that's kind of a neat little ability there. Lava Flow. Discard any amount of basic energy from this Pokemon. This attack does 50 more damage for each card you discarded in this way. So Cephalon Jax's attack. But no Lost Zone. Ooh, yes. So that's the big difference here. So I believe the tech is in there. One, it allows you to do that. The ability's decent. And you don't even have to sacrifice using Macargo GX because you can also just use Mewtwo Tag Team to use this attack, just like you could to use Blacephalon GX's attack. I think it's a neat little tech, and this list of Pokemon is really, really cool. So again, it's three Blacephalon, four Poiple, four Naganadel, uh, Ditto Prism Star, four of the Naganadel GXs, one Psychic, three Dragon. One Dedene, one Mewtwo Tag Team, and a Meg Cargo. The rest of the list is pretty straightforward. It's got four Lilies, two Cynthia, three Welder, 
He's got a Brox grid, four mysterious treasures, one cherished ball, four B strings, one reset stamp, one pokey gear, which is pretty much preference. I know he said he played it just because it saved him a few times. So I'm that that's definitely preference alongside to uh, having one cherished ball. But he plays one beast ball. And I think that is the coolest card in the deck. Because Beast Ball is a card that we kind of looked at for a while and was like, why is this here? What does this do? If you don't remember what it does, you look at your face down prize cards, you can reveal an Ultra Beast you find there and put it into your hand, and you put Beast Ball in its place. So it's kind of like Gladian, but it's an item. And it's reusable because you are playing 15 Ultra Beasts, so a fourth of your deck is Ultra Beasts. Odds are... You probably have one in your prizes. So when I saw that, I thought it was a little weird. But as I look at it more and more, I kind of don't disagree with him. I mean, what do you think about the Beast Ball tech? Oh, it's fantastic. I've been keeping a couple of my... So I have a backpack full of cards that I think are have potential being used. And I have Beast Ball, one or two Beast Balls in my little side trainer box that I hold on to just in case for something like this. Something I've been looking at every so often, looking back onto it, I'm like, is it worth playing it right now? No. But now with this deck, absolutely. Yeah, so if you have the pieces for Blacephalon, totally try this list. Uh, Altavilla has definitely proven himself as a player. And through this list, I think as crazy as it seems to be so heavy on the Pokemon, I say go for it. It looks like it's a really, really cool list. So I wanted to make sure I brought it up this week. Again, give credit to him for creating the deck list. But if you have any inkling or urge to play Beast Box, I say play this variant. I think it's the the coolest one, most interesting one, and freshest one to play. And I think, again, you could probably agree with me on that one. Yeah, it runs Pokemon Communication, right? Uh, No, but you could definitely make room for that. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it plays four Ultra Space, so... Yeah, but if you got a bunch of Pokemon in your hand that you don't want to deal with. Yeah, kind of that's fair. That's kind of I mean, granted, you have Naganadel GX's attack or ability and a Dene. So you have you have your ways. You have your ways, but I could definitely understand putting in some Pokecoms. So those are the three decks we were going to show you guys this week. I think it's a nice way to end the week as we're approaching this post-rotation format. I know it's still an awkward feeling as we go forward. The good news is Worlds is coming. From this recording, it's about two and a half weeks away. It will be here before we know it. Next week, we will probably be breaking down the decks that we expect to see, barring some really, really big news, as we kind of get ready for this rotation format. Before we go, Joe, is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, Nope. Everybody have a good weekend. Keep testing. Keep looking around. Might find a deck that you like and stick with it. Yep, we're all we are all testing and all wondering the same thing as you are, so don't be discouraged from just trying something new, even if it doesn't go the way you want. It is always this is the best time to do it. I mean, this is it's always accepted at this time because again, everyone's looking for something to play. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Again, we are both very grateful for the fact that we have an audience for something that we are so passionate about. So thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And we will see you guys next week.